1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: For the cheeseheads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney.
1: Let's flip it now. Let's talk about the defensive side of the ball because you talked about it at the top of the show. Obviously, only allowed 10 points the whole game. Rashawn Gary, give him his flowers. First three sack game of his career. First of many, it feels like at this point. He probably got better after tearing his ACL, which I'm not quite sure is possible when you mm-hmm. look at um, anatomy. But yeah, really impressive performance from the defense to to only give up 10 points. Yeah.
0: Um, also not to be overstated that Kenny Clark also had a sack, so there were yep. four sacks on the day against the Saints. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, this defense can be so frustrating and that you leave this game and you're like, they only gave up 10 points. Like they really did such a good job clamping down on the Saints' offense. Now you can point to the fact that Derek Carr went out. Sure. But their backup quarterback is a starter. Like Mm -hmm. Jameis Winston is a starter on any other team. So um, while he's a very different guy, he can sling it against you. And I think they did a really, really nice job. um, Also without, two of their their starting corner then the guy who is replacing their starting corner goes out with an injury so Corey Ballantyne's up on practice squad you know going up against like Chris Olave who's a (laughs) first round wide receiver and like the best you know their number one respectfully so I'm just very impressed by this overall performance I think it was like top down and amazing performance I thought Darnell Savage played a really nice game He's playing really aggressively. The front was getting after the Saints offensive line, which if you listen to our preview show, we said that that's going to be key because the Saints offensive line is um, at bottom of the league right now in pass block um, and pass rush win rate. I'm going to trip over my words again, saying that. <laughs> um, and they did it. They showed it that like, that's their weakness. They were, they were running all over them and, and they did um, they were able to get to the quarterback and really kind of stifle any kind of rhythm, especially in the second half. Um, I also just want to talk about, you know, we watched them get gashed on the ground by B. John Robinson. And I think we all were like, okay, is this the Packers of old rearing their ugly head? Or is this just like that B. John Robinson is really talented. And I'm leaning towards the latter, not based off this game, just like based off, you know, Bishon Robinson is just really freaking talented, but they really, they really stopped the run very well in this game. I think um, Kendra Miller, if I'm saying that right, got the most carries nine carries for 34 yards, Tony Jones, Jr. Eight carries for 31 yards um, and Taysom Hill four carries for 12 yards. So it was an under a hundred day on the ground for the saints. And I think there wasn't really any like big major run that they allowed to like break open. It was just, it was just like an all round stout performance.
1: Yeah. Something else that, you know, going back kind of through because we, we see all these things live, but you really don't get the full scope of the game until you're able to go look at the numbers and kind of see how everything shook out and something I came away really impressed by, and you could feel it in the stadium, was the third down efficiency of the Saints. They were only four of 14 for a 28% success rate. And I think that was a real strength of this Packers defense. We've seen them struggle, you know, to get off the field, especially against the Falcons. It felt like they were just constantly moving, moving the chains like four yards at a time. And the Packers are really good at that on Sunday. They completely shut down the Saints, especially in the second half. And that was imperative to them winning. And, you know, you mentioned Kenny Clark, Rashawn Geary, that pressure really helped in those moments to get that Packers defense off the field, because we saw a lot of it in week two, a game that we felt they should have won. They got gassed and it was nice to see them kind of have the energy and bring the momentum in -hmm. week three, because that felt like it was missing last week.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I have to give it to the to the crowd because I think a lot of times you hear about Lambeau not being really like this home field advantage anymore and the crowd never gets into it. Like the crowd got loud. At least in events. our section. Our section was loud. <laughs> no, but you can hear it too in like videos and apparently like on the broadcast and things like that. It was it was very apparent and like there's that like synergy right between fans and especially between the defense of the home team where like, they can really, I think, feed off of that. And, you know, you hear about like the Seahawks and the chiefs and certain teams were like that home field advantage. It's almost like there's a 12th player right on the field with them. And it was fun to be a part of the crowd that got really, really loud on third down and then have the Packers kind of like be successful there. So I hope in the future that everyone at Lambeau kind of, Keeps that rolling because you can just feel it, right? Everyone on the sidelines is like supportive. It's just like it's a very interactive, if you will, experience. And I hope it's helpful. I mean, there were players that were saying, like, you know, it, it was electric in here and they certainly feed off of that. So I guess they needed it with the amount of injuries that they have, right? We, <laughs> I didn't even mention that Devondre Campbell went out like somewhere in the second quarter with an ankle injury, never returned. So they're kind of on there like, <laughs> last dregs of the depth at this point point, um, and turning around a short week is, is going to be tough. They're going to need to, they're going to need to rally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Also want to give, you know, a quick mention to Rudy Ford. I thought he had a pretty nice, nice game I thought the safety tandem played well in general. Rudy Ford led the team in tackles with seven. Well, he tied Quay Walker for combined tackles with seven, but he also had two passes defense and, you know, it felt like those came at some pretty significant moments. Yeah. So Totally. So far for not really understanding who would be starting safeties throughout pretty much all of training camp, the safeties are kind of holding it down. So let's shift. I guess that. the
0: Packers kind of knew what they were doing then because <laughs> they didn't really make any moves. And here we are. I, I do want to talk about Quay Walker really quick okay? because I think through three games, he has really shined. Um, I just feel like he's been all over the place, making tackles everywhere. He's always in on like key stops and, if a guy misses a tackle, you know, you hear it's number seven who like finally gets the player down. So I do want to just give him a quick shout out. Maybe he's my really early stock up because um, you look for guys to make that kind of like second year jump and you talk about it all the time. And I think it historically hasn't been happening a ton with Packers players that where you hope it does. And it looks like he has really like taken that leap.